MailChimp presents. Testing one, two, three. We are recording a podcast. What's this podcast called? This podcast is called Life Cycle of a Business. Beautiful. We're going to make six episodes. They're each going to be 10 to 15 minutes long. And you're going to go around to small businesses. You're going to interview the business owners. And each episode will be a different stage of the life cycle. So starting with birth, then they're going to grow, then death, then rebirth. I'm going to be honest. I had to look up the whole life cycle of a business diagram online. But now I got it. The idea is that a business follows a life. Everyone is born, everyone dies, and the same thing happens with a business. So our first episode is called Humble Beginnings, and I sent you out to find a story. Mm-hmm. Did you find anything? Yeah, I found something. <laughs> Do tell. Abe Sussman is a young man in his early 20s, and he dreams of composing music sometime. But in the meanwhile, he has a pretty funny day job. What's his day job? You're going to have to listen and find out. <laughs> okay. This is episode one, Humble Beginnings. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Abe Sussman is 24 years old, has brown hair, glasses, and is constantly vaping. Always got the vape cartridge because, uh, you know, don't smoke cigarettes anymore, so. He's a musician, and not a bad one, I might add, and much of his music you'll hear throughout this episode. The future Abe envisions for himself is one in which he owns a small business, composing and producing soundtracks for films, video games, commercials, and if he plays his cards right, maybe the theme music for my second season. I repeat, second season. But until then, until Abe's dreams become a reality... What is that in there? We got a spine? Yep, there's a spine. Abe works at Pet Haven Cemetery in Syracuse, New York. Some leg and arm bones, uh, skull. The bones don't melt or they don't turn into dust. We have to do that manually. Abe is greatly inspired by the German composer and producer Hans Zimmer, whose name you may not know, but whose work you certainly do. He scored the music for everything from The Lion King to Inception to the Dark Knight trilogy, and whose net worth is reportedly somewhere over $200 million. Right now, Abe makes 15 an hour as Pet Haven's burial assistant and groundskeeper, where he is responsible for everything from burials to cremations, and, believe it or not, sometimes open casket funeral services. So this is the viewing room. We have like a table here with this green velvet over it and a bench, and so usually we'll put the casket on this table and prop it open so that the people that come in through the door can like spend time with it or sit on the bench and mourn, you know. Um, At Pet Haven, they've seen Airedales to zebras and almost everything in between. This one is a turtle. Really? Yeah. How yeah, long is the turtle going to take? Less than an hour for sure. Oh, yeah. Especially because the size, I'm pretty sure it's about this big. That's a tiny turtle. Yeah, it's pretty small. Um, you ever cremated a chimpanzee before? No. You know, like a chimp? Nope. Oh. But he did cremate a wolf. It was like the size of this. It was like it was huge. Like just looked like a wolf, like a real wolf. It didn't have any like particular color to it or anything. It was like grayish black, and it was just like a huge wolf. It was pretty cool. 
And while I could go on talking about the inner workings of this pet cemetery for the rest of the episode, the real reason I'm here is to find out exactly why Abe is here. If you want to make music for a living, uh, why are you turning pets into dust? Why am I turning pets into dust if I want to make music for a living? Okay. Um, well, to support my music making until it gets to a point where I can support my music making with my music. So this is just a step along the way. Precisely. A means to an end. A means to an end. Abe is not alone in this. We all have to start somewhere. Long before he was worth $90 billion, Warren Buffett delivered newspapers. So did Sam Walton. Oprah worked at a grocery store. Michael Dell washed dishes. Heck, before I landed this sweet, sweet gig, I spent more than a decade of my life working in kitchens. And as someone once told me, there's only two types of people in a kitchen. Those that had always dreamed of being chefs, and those that still dream of doing something else. How long have you been doing this job? Uh, about a year and a month, so just over a year. You're a music fan, there's Prince. Oh, yep, there he is. 1957 to 1969. But according to Abe, being a professional disposer of pets is actually a great gig for an aspiring music producer. Nappy? For one thing, Shump. most of the time he gets to listen to music on his headphones. Poo. So that right there is almost like having paid musical study time. Baby? Good boy? And Bella. it's a surprisingly tranquil workplace. This is a nice piece of property here. Yeah, yeah, it goes uh, all the way back to that tree line. We got a flag over there. Yep. Does it ever go half-mast for famous pets? Nope. <laughs> the cemetery's rolling lawns are surrounded by woodlands, and from nearly all points you can hear the burble of a brook on its eastern edge. And often, Abe will sort of drift through the workday, fantasizing about his future life. I definitely spend some time daydreaming about being a successful musician while I'm at Pet Haven. For example, I'll look at stuff from, from Hans Zimmer and uh, see him kind of like in his studio, can like envision a similar path that I would like to take. Uh, I'd have a studio of my own that would be attached to wherever I live, uh, which I would like to be somewhere that has a lot of space. I love Minnesota, I love Wyoming, and probably just a single assistant that can help me with random stuff. When I need to take a break from the studio, it'll definitely be walking the dogs through the woods. That is, until he's brought back to reality by something that no amount of daydreaming can overcome. So sometimes we'll get, people will have like buried their pet in their backyard and end up moving away, moving out of that house. So they dig their dead pet up and bring them to us. And it's just like one of the most gruesome things you can imagine looking at. It doesn't even look like it used to be alive. It's like mostly decomposed and it's, it's nasty. Then there's the whole death thing, which Abe says has actually helped him as a musician. Do you think this job will ever influence your creative work? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think this job helps me more so to tap into my emotions than if I was working at Best Buy or Guitar Center or something. I think it, it all contributes to creativity. There's aspects to the job that are quite rewarding. 
you know, like I'm helping people get through the grief of their loss, you know. Did that kind of stuff surprise you? Were you just taking it to make a paycheck and now you kind of like it? Yeah, in a way. Um, it's still, you know, I would never consider it being like a, a lifetime job, you know, in any sense. But, um, yeah. And just a few little big pieces that I want to make sure we have. And then so I take it out and dump the remains into a processor, which is kind of just a grinder. I don't know if you want to cover your face a little bit because normally there's a lot of particles that come into the air. I'll do uh, that. I don't okay. want to inhale cat here. Okay. So I usually, what, what I do is I take like a big deep breath and kind of hold my breath while I'm doing this until everything's kind of out of the air. You're the pro. I'm copying okay. you. All right, I'm ready. <gasps> Abe works full time at Pet Haven, but nearly all of his free time this is, is spent in his studio, this is which room. happens to be at home, nice. aka his this parents' house. My beloved pet Sheba, she is the queen of the house. And, I can't really blame the guy for still living at home into his mid twenties. It's a nice house with loving parents, an adorable dog, and a basement that's been converted into a music studio. It's got that basement smell to it. Yep, smells like a basement, and it is. Nearly everything in Abe's studio, from the guitars to the microphones to the fancy desktop computer, were purchased with money he earned at Pet Haven. How many dogs do you think you had to cremate to buy this computer? This computer? Wow. Maybe like uh, 60 or 70. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Went to a good place, I think. It's a nice I, computer. I, I hope so, you know. In the rare moments that Abe's not playing music, he's advancing his career in other ways. Networking with local musicians, promoting his work on social media, or learning about the industry he hopes to soon be a part of. I've recently read a large textbook on... Uh, music business and uh, learned, learned a lot from. But for all of Abe's aspirations, there are other emotions inherent in this early stage of one's career. I guess I'm slightly nervous. I mean, I'm confident in my ability to, to do the, the work because it's something I love to do and I love, you know, like new challenges with that. Um, but yeah, it can be a little, little daunting at times. How do you think you'd feel if you were at Pet Haven five years from now? How would I feel if I was still at Pet Haven in five years from now? Um, I don't see it as a possibility, you know, but yeah, I'd probably feel feel disappointed. Does some part of you worry that you're never going to make the leap? So I've, uh, I've thought about that and I've been asked that before. And uh, the answer has consistently remained no, I don't worry about that. For some reason, there's something in me like I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I don't know what, like I, I have a vision for this. I don't know the end result, but I know that I'm going to be where I want to be and uh, that this is my purpose in life. Something good now? <laughs> I know the odds are stacked against him. There are reasons to believe that maybe Abe won't be part of the 90% who never make the leap to entrepreneurship. Um, I won't name any names, but there's a, uh, 
there's a man who I'm going to start doing work for that does uh, goes around to schools and and does these motivational performances and uh, needs high quality music for it. So he's offered to pay me for that. So that's that's something that's that's about to happen. It's 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 starting now. An independent film producer has also shown interest in working with Abe. But let's face it, with podcasting blowing up the way that it is, and this one sure to top the charts, or at least squeeze into the top three with Joe Rogan and Dr. Phil, Abe hit the jackpot when I walked down his basement stairs. So in an effort to woo me, Abe scrolls through a bunch of songs on his desktop. When I first approached Abe about this podcast, he didn't want to do it. He's shy, and music has always been Abe's way of communicating. But now, he's found himself in a stage in his career where the thing he wants hid behind is forcing him out into the world. Abe knows that if he is ever going to make the leap into being a professional, he will need to repeatedly step outside of his comfort zone. But that isn't an easy thing to do when your comfort zone is as comfortable as his. Hello. Do you want anything from Mungets? Hanging out with Abe reminded me of that phase in my life, back when home was my mom's house and my friends were the same I'd had as a kid. Bye. Abe may not have fame and fortune right now, but those things are still out there, waiting for him. He's confident that he will get there in the not-too-distant future, but I also don't blame him if he pushes it off for a little while longer. Have you found a favorite headstone here? There's a sculpture of a, uh, a dog lying down over over here that I like. So this is your favorite? Yeah, I, I'd say so. It just reminds me of uh, my the dog I had before the one I have now. Just standing out here, you can feel there's a lot of love buried under this grass. Yeah, yeah, there is. I asked Abe about the song he chose to play for me, the one we're hearing now. This is called, ironically enough, A Happy Death. You planned that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry my eyes out. Good stuff, man. Thanks. All right. Um, make us a soundtrack for you and me walking through that snowy field over the souls of many dead pets. Wow. Make a soundtrack on the spot. Yeah, you're a pro, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Okay. Here, I'll just... uh, Thanks to Abe Sussman, Susan Barr, and Pet Haven Cemetery. We was walking out on the graveyard one day. Looking at all the names in the snow. Life Cycle of a Business is a podcast from MailChimp, produced in partnership with Missing Pieces. Dead pets linger the ground. It's hosted by me, Bianca Gaver, and reported by Avery Thompson. Our executive producers are Ari Kushner, Kate Oppenheim, and Brian Latt. And our line producer is Vicki Ilk. And all of the music in this episode was by Abe Sussman. I was about to oh, jump in there. Fun. I didn't know. You're I was, about to I was jump in there. waiting for the go ahead. That would have been good.